الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعض فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدينهم سبلنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم We live in a world in which people are very open about the acts that they perform and the things that they do. You see this everywhere you go. Nowadays, every single aspect of every person's life is broadcast and publicized. And the funny thing is, it's not broadcast and publicized by others, it's broadcast and publicized by the people themselves. So somebody is eating lunch, so they take a picture, this is my lunch, and they post it online. Somebody's uh, shopping, they take a picture, look at me, I'm shopping, and they post it online. Everything has become public. And people broadcast themselves. But I can tell you that the people of piety and the people of saluk, they have the exact opposite um, nature. Meaning if, today's, if, if, if today it has become commonplace for everyone to broadcast everything that they do, then I can tell you that the people of piety and the people of saluk and the people who are traveling on the path to Allah, they prefer that nothing be broadcast about them. They prefer that nothing be broadcast about them despite their good deeds. Okay, now, now look, at the, look at the parallel because it's the contrast that highlights the extreme. People in their ghafla are comfortable taking pictures of themselves and broadcasting their ghafla. They're not broadcasting their tahajjud. They're broadcasting their heedlessness. And the people of piety have the exact opposite. They perform good deeds, but they prefer that no one ever knows. So we as people who are on this path need to recognize that we seek to be as hidden as possible. We seek and make every effort to be as hidden as possible, and we do what we do as quietly as possible. I think I shared this uh, piece of wisdom with you a few weeks back, maybe maybe a few months back, um, that uh, someone shared with me. And, and that was that one of the statements of our pious predecessors, in which they state that your work should be 100 years advanced, and your fame should be 100 years behind. I'm translating it, but your work should be 100 years ahead, and your fame should be 100 years behind. What does that mean? 
It means that the effort that we do towards deen, it should be way ahead. We should be way advanced. We should be doing 100 years ahead. You know, we should be completely focused on what we do and it should be advanced and and deep and should be able to have an effect for a long time. But the fame associated with that should be 100 years behind, meaning no one knows that we were doing it until we go to our grave and even 100 years later. That's the way that, that was the preferred way of our pious predecessors. To be as hidden as possible so that no one would know what they do. Now, why did they have that? Why did they have that characteristic about them that they wanted to keep everything hidden despite the good deeds that they did? Number one, because they never want to ever take on the possibility of comp- competing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All attention is for Allah. All praise is for Allah. All focus is on Allah. The only one worthy of worship is Allah. They were so deep in their tawheed that they never wanted to compete with that grandeur or greatness. In the, even in the minds of others or in the eyes of others. And we know it's established by hadith. The one who raises themselves, Allah will lower them. And the one who lowers themselves for the sake of Allah, Allah raises them. So first thing is they never ever wanted to make any semblance of a competition with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they would hide whatever they did as much as possible and would never seek any type of recognition for what they did. Second reason, and I'm not saying these are in any particular order, these are just coming at the top of my mind. Second reason, because they never saw what they did as anything special. Why? Because they recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all supreme, and such a perfect, supreme, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-wise being deserves that perfect worship be presented to him. And no person can ever produce the worship, no person can ever worship Allah the way he deserves to be worshipped. So they would not see their acts as anything worthy of publicizing or broadcasting. Rather, it's the opposite. They would perform deeds that we would look at today and say, SubhanAllah, look at these amazing deeds that these people performed. And they would make tawbah and istighfar when they were done with those deeds. Because they saw themselves as essentially as criminals in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, unable to worship him the way he deserved to be worshipped. Now, subhanAllah, look at this. The people of piety that came before us were so particular about their deeds and had such a cognizance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they saw their acts of worship as crimes. And they would not publicize what they did. Whereas we show our acts of... We we actually produce crimes and we broadcast those crimes outwardly as if we're proud to be criminals. I mean, you know, it's funny because if I ask you this question, you know, oh, there was a story, there's this thief, you know, he broke into a house, and uh, after he broke into the house, eventually the police caught him. 
Oh, brother, why did the police catch him? What happened? That's so strange. You know, thieves are usually very careful. They cover their tracks. How did they get caught? Oh, he video recorded himself. He video recorded himself while he was doing it, and they found it, uh, well, they found it on his phone when they caught him. So what a dumb thief. Why would a criminal ever video record themselves in the act? Are they trying to hang themselves when they get to court? Why would you produce evidence against yourself? You must be completely insane to do that. But look at us. We live our lives in heedlessness, in ghafla. You know, I mean, what person is going to take a picture of the food that they're about to eat and show that I'm stuffing myself when the sunnah tells me that I should be moderate in my food? What, 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 what kind of, what, I mean, we're criminals, you know, basically recording ourselves. Producing our own evidence against ourselves that could be potentially used against us. What person is going to take a picture of their full plate of food and broadcast it to the world when we know that the person who fills their stomach when their neighbor is hungry doesn't even have, you know, is potentially a sign of a lack of iman. So why would we ever do that? Because the whole world is turned upside down. People are competing to publicize themselves. <coughs> You know, like, they, they, they showed this graph. I was reading this business article. They showed this graph. The graph is the sale of makeup. You know, how much the sale of makeup has increased over the last, I don't know, 10 years. So they're talking about this in the article, like the sale of makeup has increased. So why has the sale of makeup increased? Has people all of a sudden faces have become more complex and more extra makeup has to be put on? No. Why? Because people are always on camera. And people have to be ready. Any minute, I have to take a picture of myself. I have to look good. I have to be set. So they're constantly on camera, so they constantly need to be in the made-up state. And even to the extent that, you know, maybe there would be some women who would be doing this. Now everybody's doing it. Even they have the male, men line and women line. They're saying the sales of makeup are going to increase because more and more men are beginning to purchase makeup as well because they need to be ready for the selfies. So, I mean, what kind of world have we begun to live in where we're basically broadcasting ourselves and we're not even broadcasting our acts of ibadah, we're just broadcasting our acts of heedlessness. But our pious predecessors were completely the opposite. They wanted to always remain hidden. And what do we want? We want to broadcast, and not only broadcast, we want credit for everything that we do. If we do one good deed, we want everyone to know that we did, did that good deed so everyone could be sure who I am. It's very, very clear. People should know this is me. We, we, everything is backwards. The, the Mashaikh, they have a very interesting statement. Listen to this. It's worth writing in gold. The Mashaikh, they have a very interesting statement. Again, listen to it. Worth writing in gold. The seed does not grow until you cover it with mud. The seed does not grow until you cover it with mud. What does that mean? That, I mean, obviously, you know what that means. When you take a seed, you can't, the seed will not grow when it's visible. You have to hide the seed. And when you hide the seed, the seed will do, begin to do its thing. It does not grow in public. So we are people who have a tiny seedling of iman. We don't seek to publicize what we do, even if it's, you know, let's say some act of worship. We are tiny seeds. We want to remain hidden. We want to remain in the dirt. We want enough time for our roots to quietly take hold. Maybe one day something sprouts. But we hope that that sprouts after we go into our grave. 
We hope that when after we go into our grave, people will say, look at the family of this person, look at the children of this person, look at the work of this person. You know, we don't even re- require that. But, you know, if it's going to happen, better it be after we go into our grave rather than we get deceived by our own, uh, by the praise of other people. We want everything to be hidden. We never want credit. Nowadays, you know, people complain, I'm not getting credit. I'm not getting credit. I don't get credit at work. I don't get credit from my spouse. I don't get credit from my kids. I don't. Yes, we don't want any credit. Is Allah not all knowing? Is there any doubt there? Is Allah not all seeing? Is there any doubt there? Is Allah not all hearing? Is there any doubt there? So it's all being recorded. If I have Iman, and I'm confident in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ability to see all, hear all, know all, then what do I care? I don't care what anyone, what credit I get from anyone. I want that Allah, I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is recording everything, and I want that my credit be given on the day of judgment. That's the purpose of my effort. I don't want that I get any credit in this life because I don't want to take any reward for any of my deeds. The purpose of all of this is to, 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 to put something into the hereafter. In fact, I would fear the opposite. If a person gets credit in this life, then the fear should arise that I hope that I'm not being credited for my deeds here such that I won't be credited when I get there. That should actually be the the attitude of the believer. The believer should actually, not only should they keep things private, they should cover everything as much as possible. They cover their tracks and they quietly do what they do. They cover their actions and they quietly do what they do. They don't want anyone to give them any credit. They don't even want to be known. They prefer to be in the corner. They prefer no one even knows that they exist because they know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees all, hears all, knows all. Now it's opposite. Everybody wants followers. Everybody wants, uh, you know, how many people are my friend? How, how popular am I on social media? Oh, why would we participate in that game? We're not interested in that. We're interested in Allah. We're interested in growing ourselves. We're interested in hiding who we are. We're, we're hopeful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will pick up on the few things that we do. And we would never publicize ourselves because we know how limited we are. Look, when you public, when, when you put yourself out there, you put the whole story out there. Yeah, the one good deed and the 99 bad deeds. Of course, we want to publicize the one good deed. And we don't want anyone to know about the 99 bad deeds. But once you go public, everything comes. But of course, you know, we're not ready to, we're not ready to, to live that way. As people of suluk, as people who are traveling along a path of piety, we want everything that we do to be unknown. If we give sadaqah, we don't want anyone to know what we gave, where we gave, how we gave, to the extent that we don't want one hand to know what the other hand gave. To the extent that we don't want one hand to know what the other hand gave. That is how hidden we are. If we're fasting, we don't want anyone to know we're fasting. That's the essence of the fast. It's secret. It's hidden. No one else knows. It's that one act of ibadah that people can look at you and never know what you're doing. Salah people can see. Hajj people can see. You give sadaqah to someone, someone else knows because they received that money as well. Somebody sees. What Fasting is such an enormous act and such a rewarded act and such a special act because no one knows. Except Allah. And so what happens? 
Allah reserves a very special reward for that act which no one knows except He. But of course, nowadays everything is public. Our Mashayikh, they tell us we should never publicize what we do. You know, uh, nowadays we have big posters. You know, big posters. They're not even like notices. They're big banners, you know. This is our seminar. These are our speakers. Everything has to be publicized. Everything has to be posted. We just quietly do our work. What do we have to publicize for? Whoever is going to come is going to come anyway. I've never told me that, you know, I've never heard anybody tell me that, you know, oh, I saw such a big banner that I decided to come. They saw the, they learned about the event. They come, they don't come. It doesn't, I'm, I'm sure if you did a study to see like, you know, if you post this big of a banner, how many more people are going to come? It's, it's, I'm sure it's minuscule. But at the expense of creating that publicity, you know, we gain little, but we risk a lot. We should be utterly secret, utterly quiet. I don't, I don't mean secret in a, you know, it's like a sense that you're doing some sort of crime. But what I mean is that secret in the sense that we know that we are unable to do things the way they should be done. Our, our, our goal is to present our deeds to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah to rectify those deeds and to accept them despite their deficiencies, not because we publicize them. No seed will ever grow unless you cover it with dirt. That means that any person on this path who desires to have their seed grow, and by seed I mean the seed of their iman and ihsan, they will, they will notice that over time the characteristic of keeping themselves hidden becomes, uh, becomes their um, you know, key principle in their life. And hidden from everyone. They don't even want anyone to know what they do. They perform a deed. They always attribute it back to Allah. Because they don't want to compete with Allah. They perform a deed. They always seek forgiveness from Allah. Because they know that it's not worthy of being presented to Allah. They perform a deed. They don't want anyone to know except Allah. Because they don't want a reward from anybody except Allah. You know the famous statement, famous hadith, where there was a group of people who did all of these good deeds. For example, the scholar who went and became a scholar, and then he came back, and then eventually he gained fame. And then on the day of judgment, the reward becomes hellfire, because he pursued people's attention instead of Allah's reward. And so it's said to him that you wanted fame, you wanted people to know you, and it was known. So actually, I mean, people would be afraid of that. The people of piety would be afraid of that. The people who are traveling on a path of saluk would be afraid of that. They would think, what happens? I don't even want to even play this game of uh, trying to become popular, trying to become famous, trying for people to know, vying for people to know what I do. Because what happens if this, this, this tug of war develops within me? What happens if that tug of war develops in, within me, that... You know, maybe my intention gets a little bit slightly wavered. And now, you know, now because people appreciate what I do, I feel a little better about it. But it could easily be a source of great um, loss on the Day of Judgment. And 
No seed grows until you cover it with soil. Whatever we do, we do absolutely quietly. We do our dhikr, we go in the corner and do it. When no one else is seeing. And we don't draw attention to ourselves. Nowadays, everybody wants to distinguish themselves. They want to differentiate themselves. They want to have something that nobody else has so that attention is drawn to them. You know, people want the latest car or the latest phone or, uh, you know, the latest dress or the latest home so that people, when people walk in, attention is drawn to them. But it's, uh, but the people of piety are the exact opposite. They don't want anyone to know. They don't want any attention drawn to them. They want to be hidden amongst the people. So this should be our goal as well. Because we know that we have a little seed and we want it to be able to sprout and we want it to be able to take root and we want it to be able to hold fast in that soil. And the only way that's going to happen is if we cover it with dirt. So this needs to be abundantly clear to each of us. That we tread very quietly. You know, when you're, you're, you're sort of walking, you know, like, like, you know, like walking on needles. Another reason you don't want any attention, we don't want any attention drawn to ourselves is why would we want the attention, you know, once there's attention, then who attacks? Shaitan. The moment there's attention, the moment, you know, a person be, becomes, you know, people's attention comes to them, shaitan attacks as well. Just as hard. Why would any person in their right mind, look, I mean, if you had, if you have $8,000 in your pocket right now, right, if you go outside and say, hello, everybody, stop, you know, you go to Walgreens, I have $8,000 in my pocket, just want to let you know, you know, and you get mugged, it's your fault. It's your fault. You you advertised, so of course the criminals figured out where where the eight thousand whose pocket has eight thousand dollars in it. It's the same thing. People of piety, if they advertise their deeds, eventually Shaitan attacks. He knows exactly where to come. So we sh- there's so many reasons uh, to be particular about this, but there's this is just one hard, fast, general principle. We never seek the attention of others. We never seek credit from others. We only seek the credit from Allah. And we only seek the attention of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those who are able to cover our seeds in dirt so that it may grow and develop. Wa akhirat ta'wana. Anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.